Hey y'all, let's talk about making your week a whole lot easier with Factor. Picture this, gourmet meals, dietitian approved, delivered straight to your door. No fuss, no hassle, just deliciousness waiting for you. Whether you're keto, calorie smart, vegan, or anything in between, Factor has over 35 options a week to choose from. And the best part is they're ready to eat in just minutes. But it's not just meals. Think snacks, smoothies, and all the good stuff in between. Plus, it's budget-friendly, way cheaper than your typical takeout, and way healthier too. Let's just say Factor gets you. It's perfect for our busy lives, offering flexibility with 6 to 18 meals a week. And don't worry, if you need a pause or reschedule, they got you. And let's talk about cleanup. With Factor, there's none. Meals come ready to heat and eat. So say goodbye to cooking and cleaning. So ready to simplify your life? Well, go ahead and head to factormeals.com slash blackgirlflow50 and use our code blackgirlflow50 to get 50% off. That's code blackgirlflow50 at factormeals.com slash blackgirlflow50 to get 50% off. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to the Black Girl Flow Podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old black girls working every day to be in flow, and we want you along this journey with us. Hey friends, and welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Flow. We are your hosts, Lex, and we are so happy because today is our first deep dive episode since relaunching, rebranding, all of the good things. And oh my gosh, since our hiatus, we've had so much time to rest and reflect. And like, we're going to get into our pulse check, which is one of our favorite segments because it just allows us to reconnect with ourselves, you know, catch up on what have been some like big milestones that we might have had, like might have had during the week or, you know, just general life updates. So like, I'm going to pass it to you for the pulse check so you can start us off about what's been going on. How have you been flowing through life, if you will? Like a river. I know. Honestly, I, should, like, I, I am the river, actually. I am the flow. Yes. Um, for a little while, I was like really into when people asked me like how I'm doing instead of like answering and just like words to describe how I was feeling, but like giving imagery. And mm-hmm. I often kept going back to the like the little blow ups in front of car dealerships that are right. like, love that yeah I'm like I love it because it really unifies people because it's like oh that's such a clear image and also such a relatable state of being um but I like the idea of being the river and the flow I also have to tell people like y'all actually don't know how much we love a pulse check like this is when Liv and I actually care about our lives absolutely (laughs) 
and because Liv perpetually, every time I talk to her, has some major life update that I like can't even keep up with. So I also really enjoy these moments. From my pulse check, you know, I recently went to go see a birth chart reader, which is something that I absolutely have been like dying to do for a long time. Uh, my boss actually at my internship recommended me to go see someone because she had a really good experience. And I uh, uh, found out some really interesting things about myself. Uh, she told me that for one, that my finances might ebb and flow throughout life, which am I surprised with my budgeting habits right now? Absolutely not. But I, um, you know, she also told me that I was like super creative and like re- really connected to like my creative energy. And wow. I was like surprised. So the good thing about getting a birth chart done for anyone interested is that like, they might point out some things that you might not have thought about, about yourself or like, you know, might bring up things. But like, I would say the con is that you already know yourself. Like if you have a really good sense of self, then it's not really going to be useful because she's just going to, they're just going to be telling you about yourself and you're going to be like, yeah, cool. They're not like, it. maybe depending on who you go to, they'll be able to, you know, help guide you and tell you what you can do with your characteristics. But it was an, it was an interesting dynamic and that's something that I really want to get done. I love that though, because when we talk about like living in an alignment and like that level of harmony, it's like important to get information like about who you are. And sometimes you can like do that self-discovery, but sometimes you need somebody else to like read you the rap sheet to be like, yeah. And you'd be like, yeah, that does resonate. So I do think that's like an important, I could not do this because I'd be taking people too seriously. So. Right. If someone was like, so you need to make a major life decision, I'd be like, great, we're going to go shave our head right now. Like, we're going to go. <laughs> right. And, and then it would be like, no, 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 just like go pick up your mail. I'd be like, oh, so don't go shave my head. I'd be like, so I think that type of information, I know myself enough, but I, I know that it can be really liberating. I really enjoy taking like a deep dives into like personality types and like, if anybody's familiar with like the Enneagrams or like just what types of personalities people embody because that helps me relate to people. So I I get the birth chart and also it's so cool to hear you get that like full picture of it, you know? Right. I like to think, I think the left side of the brain is like creativity, right? Yeah. So I'm like the left side and you're like the right side where you're like, I need something to back this off of. Like I'm going to be the person feeling this out about myself and not going off of like the stars and hunky door or whatever. And I'm like, okay, like this is entertaining. Uh, and yet we're better out. together. Yeah. The astrology girls are out this summer. I see y'all on TikTok and all the different mediums, best believe. And we were just talking about how the year of the Aquarius and also in cancer season, which I have a cancer rising. And yes, you do. Yes, I do. And boy, oh boy, like I feel so seen as all the cancers are exposing themselves during this time. Because um, I'm like, yes, I understand a lot of aspects of you, but I will never own it because I can never let anybody know that I'm actually emotionally like <laughs> overwhelming <laughs> underneath this Aquarius skin right. that I have. 
when I think of like famous cancer women, I think of Sweetie and how she ever since her and Quavo have been done. And she's like, you know, I'm looking good. I'm feeling good. I'm smelling good. And my bank account is good. And that's <laughs> what I cancer women just embody that home nurturing environment. And that's what you've also been on. So, yes. hey. Which leads to my pulse check, which yeah. I feel like in the past couple of weeks, there's been this like re-embodiment and I'm going to get like Lexi hippie dippy moment, like put, put the, the rose colored glasses. We're out in the field with all the sunflowers, you know, like we're really having a moment together, but it's like, I've had this moment of like re-embodiment that like after what we all had a shared collective experience in COVID and having to utilize all the tools for sustaining and being motivated and staying in relationship and like all the non-traditional ways that we are used to being actually like in the last couple of weeks I finally feel like I've like come back to myself and then like no longer in that super heightened body anymore and I'm like finally getting to like okay woosa <laughs> we did it like by no means do I think we're like through COVID I think there will always be a lasting stain that we're like reckoning with um and to just like that's still shaping so much of our current environment but I truly feel this like re refreshing revitalizing sense for myself in that like I can now start to vision like what's coming and not feel like that level of uncertainty and like that we were all feeling for so long so that's been like such a highlight because that's also an opportunity to be like, what was not like, what is no longer serving me from that era? And how do I scoop skirts so we can make room for all the beautiful things that are not maybe in our life yet? Like, like maybe making room for something that we don't even know what it could be. Right. I, I think that actually perfectly leads us into today's topic as well, because as I've just observed throughout our friendship, you're someone that is super connected to like your body and your feelings and all things. I don't know, like when, when you feel anxious, you can feel it in your body and you're just really connected mm -hmm. to yourself. And we're going to be talking about rest today. And I think that rest has been such a huge part in our lives for everyone's lives, especially since, you know, 2020. So and this I mean, really, this really goes into like even more a story behind our rebranding because Liv, you're so right. We both value rest and I yes. kind of need to talk about it because there's so many different types. Like we engage in it in two very different ways and we kind of have to talk about like what's its purpose, how do you engage with it? Um, what type of intentions you're setting because we often take a hiatus or a rest in our podcast with you know we've been going for three years and we've taken those those moments sometimes planned sometimes unplanned <laughs> you know what I mean like sometimes we say it's gonna be a month sometimes it's two months you know what I mean and like how right. we engage and so I think this is like I'm really excited to talk about this topic 
so that listeners and the Black Girl Folk community can start to ask themselves the same questions of like, what role does rest play in your life? And like, how is it supporting you continuing to be in like alignment and harmony and how that really shows up for Black women? Because it's like, it's, it's dynamic with us. And so I would love to hear like your relationship with rest and like, what are the different types of ways that you rest in your recharge? Or like, if there's like a story or time where you were like, yeah, mama just needed to take a nap. Right. Yeah. I think that hearing you say that brings up so many points for me, like sometimes for black women rest we consider rest a privilege, right? I've been in situations where I've had to work two or three jobs at a time where I might only have like one day off just because I have to pay bills. Like I have to, I have to save up. Like there, there's certain things that I think many black women just have to do, whether that's, I don't know, like athletes, for example, I was watching Naomi Osaka's uh, Netflix series and oh my gosh, I haven't seen it yet I need to watch it it is so good and she's someone that is just so calm and resilient and soft-spoken but powerful and she and in the documentary in the series it really shed a light on how when you're an athlete growing up, like you, for one, you don't have the same experiences as everyone and you're expected to have a certain mindset. And as we have all seen, she withdrew from, I don't know if it was Wimbledon, but she, she withdrew from like a very prominent U.S. tennis um, series, uh, I think this past month. And it caused a lot of controversy because she was like, yo, I need a lot of I, I need a mental health break. And so that's what I'm saying. Like for black women, sometimes we consider rest a privilege. Like it's, it's a luxury. And I think I've talked about this on the show before, but I really had to, I had a change of heart when it came to like pr- productivity, when I finally mm. got out of the States and which is a privilege in itself. I got out of the States and I saw how, you know, people in Spain rest, people in Ghana rest in a very different way than the US, like there's not this pressure on productivity. And I've actually had to remove myself very heavily, very recently from like the black boss girl community because mm. it really was- Let's talk inter- about it. <laughs> and y'all know I have a business, like I love entrepreneurship. I think I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I think I'm a creative at heart, but I have had to reshape what rest means to me. And it's not going to be the same for a lot of these huge boss, billionaire, millionaire, you know, black women, white men, like it's, it's not going to be the same for everybody. And so currently this past new moon, I, y'all, I promise y'all, I don't usually pay attention to new moons, but this past new moon, I want to say might've been in cancer or something. Um, I really felt like I was able to wake up and feel recharged. And I made Mm. like a list to kind of get back into my routine after I had some time, you know, to reflect. And after I kind of removed myself a little bit more from those like grind 
but in black women communities, yeah. but in like cursing, you know? Yeah. No, but men, the, the way that white men sell it to you, it's like grind in all caps, but then sometimes <laughs> black women will like give it to you and like cursive. And I definitely think that, you know, if you have goals, you should definitely grind, but it's all about balance. And you've been really good about, that you know, part, showcasing that part. You've been really good about guiding me you know, to, to be chilling. Lexi be chilling, y'all. Look, but she's also a really hard worker. At the same time, she's a really hard worker and she she sets really good boundaries. So I think that you're actually the perfect person to really dive in into like what rest is for you because I look a model representative in my life. About oh my what God. Ba- I yeah, like no, for real. Because I think that, sometimes you market yourself as like someone that's just like uh slow moving like yeah. I just feeling like I just would love a good couch day like <laughs> but but I don't Y'all, really she's exposing me <laughs> right people don't know the extent of like how you have created like a very like you've cultivated a very intentional resting period like throughout your work and life balance yeah yeah no you're for sure like I think there's so many layers and like there ever there's so many things you just said that I'm like we could literally have a whole episode just on this like black girl boss energy and like the role and creation of like the entrepreneur like life cycle and how we like idealize this and it's like you know, I see, I saw something on social media and I've just now learned to say like social media because it's probably like a TikTok I saw on Instagram with like a tweet next to like embedded in it. Like, it's just, it's all of them. Right. <laughs> she's like, oh, oh, Lexi, she's on the socials. Um, but it's, like, it's like, um, I, it's like, oh, I quit my nine to five only to be an entrepreneur and work 24 seven. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Like we say we, I, we're really good about idealizing the other side of things. And it really is just about being able to find the balance. Um, and I think like when I think about rest, it's not just about the chilling. It's about the like purposeful chilling. Like this is about restoring yourself back to a place and I think that's the part about rest that like people like oh yeah like I'm taking like but I'm like but if you've really depleted yourself then you you need to match that energy and I'm so happy that you said that it really is about balance because I don't think that's how I always articulated it but it's totally how I see like if I'm gonna go hard then I'm also going to go hard in my rest. Like if I'm gonna go hard in my play, I'm gonna go hard in my rest because really we're just kind of oscillating between that like ebb and flow, the yin and yang. Like we talk about it in that way a lot in society. And so for me, so much of like, I do schedule a lot of my rest, but recently I've like, and I was talking to a dear friend and he had mentioned he was like I had to like schedule he's like I got called out for like scheduling my rest and I was like I was like oh I was like wait I think I do the same thing where it's like I think I'm really flexible and really chill and like really go with the flow 
but then I still schedule my rest, you know, <laughs> it's like, well, and I'm like, how much rest is it if I'm still scheduling? And like, well, we're going to rest on Saturday, you know? And so it's like, even interrogating those little things, um, I am an extreme person in a lot of regards or an intense person. So when I think about periods that I've really done like deep recovery and like um, intention building, there was like a time my senior year in college where I like, I think I probably mentioned this on the podcast before, but I literally, like I got off all social media. I was, um, I wasn't watching TV. I was only using my computer for school. I stopped drinking like anything, like I just no, no substances like at all. Um, but anything that would like caffeinate or excite or depress my nervous system. So like, no, like, like caffeinated teas or coffee, it was basically just water. Um, and like just was being for a lot and that was really restful. But then I go through like long stints of like, my life is very chill and then it picks up. And so I just recently got through a year, like COVID was a lot of that where I'm like, I was so busy and I never rested. I never really took off for the holidays. My job is pretty demanding. I have multiple jobs that are also demand. Like there are so many things that have pulled me. And um, this past two weeks um, has been, again, that like, I need to not plan this. Like I need to not plan my rest, but I need to spend this period of time, like sleeping in, like I need to be, I need to be taking care of my well-being. Like I need to get off of my phone at 10 o'clock. Like I need to be quieting my mind so that it can recover from just being on all day long. And so for me, it has been a lot of just asking myself how it fits in my life. Cause I know it's an important thing, an important tool that I always want to incorporate and integrate into my life, but it's not always going to look the same every year, like what my rest looks like, um, which I think this kind of goes to like, what types of rest are there? And when you're putting an intention around it, like how you can utilize it, I'm really fascinated by that. Um, so I'd be curious your thoughts on that too. Yeah. And I just, before I kind of get into like the different types of rest for me, I know that like, for you or for most people, the way that we reset, it's going to be different. So you asked me to not be able to drink my chai with this espresso with an espresso shot <laughs> for, for a month. And you, you asked me to, you know, not watch Real Housewives of Atlanta. When I asked you that one time, I was like, we, I, I think I texted Olivia on New Year's Day. And I was like, Olivia, do you want to not buy any like unnecessary items with me for the next six months? I like y'all, you know, Olivia, she's got, she's got some shopping habits that are, are questionable. There are questionable because they don't always align with her financial, <laughs> her financial. And, and the crazy part about it, I don't have a credit card. So like, I'm luckily like I'm not in debt. I know that I need to start building up credit y'all, but yeah, this woman hit me up. I'm like, yo, that sounds nice, but is that really on my reset? <laughs> Do I really want to reset? Because, you know, when we talk about the different types of wellness, right, there's financial wellness, which is something that I'm really trying to dive into. So like, you know, not 
being a binge spender and like actually having a budget and sticking to that budget, I think, and this is something I feel like I could talk for a minute, but like our generation really makes it seem like you can just have these aspirations of being a millionaire and it will somehow come to you at some point in your life without, yeah. you know, and like <laughs> without, <laughs> so without having to like really put in the work. And like, you know, let it be a Saturday, 92 degrees or 73 degrees day. And, you know, I'm spending $200 at Target. Like the, the two don't really go together. You have to have boundaries around your spending. So there's financial wellness. Um, when I think about like need to rest, I think create like creative rest and like creative wellness because I as a creative cannot be on go all the time. Mm. Like I have the pressure on myself to constantly create things. Mm. Like it's just not sustainable. When I have an idea for my business, then that's when I execute it. If there's nothing coming to me, I'm not going to be, I'm sorry, y'all. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like with this black business grind, like, you know, there's this pressure to be active on social media all the time. There's pressure to have all these parts going on because that's what makes a successful business. But if you don't got it, then you need to just rest, like putting out shitty. And I hate to say that shitty content just to keep it going. So when it's there's so creative. Yeah. I think that that's so powerful because I don't consider myself a creative. And even that like part of your rest is like getting back to your muses. Like what, you know, what are the things right. that are inspiring you? And, you know, again, people aren't, people are thinking like rest is like face masks and a spa day, which like it very well could be, but it's like, it's, right. it's also so much deeper than that of like, how is this getting you back to your, to your grounding? Exactly. And like, there's just physical rest. Like if you're working out and you're someone, you know, that has a goal of working out every single day, but you're staying up late to to finish, you know, let's say a project and you wake up sleep, like you wake up sleepy. I'm just like, not for it. Like you have to be gracious with yourself. You have to give yourself grace. And that's what I have learned throughout this entire period of like yeah. resting and recharging because we talk about discipline, right? And it's like, okay, if you have a goal of working out 30 days a week, like, and that's something that you really want, by all means, go for it. But you're not going to be working out every single day. I don't know, like for the rest <laughs> of your life. And you're like, not, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that there's like a small percentage of people that haven't missed a day like throughout the years. But I, I think that we have to start really talking about like resting and recharging and creating sustainable systems. Yeah for ourselves to continue being great and yeah. aligned with our goals. So put a pin in what we're getting, you know, to in our critique of the grind culture, because if we're going to talk about rest, we're going to talk about the things that keep us from resting. Okay. And what you just Ooh. said, you just dropped some big words in there. You said the systems of sustainabilities, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but you said something that I actually like felt in my body which was the like need to be gracious with yourself and mm. this is so important especially asterisks if you are a black girl or if you are a brown body 
or if you if you are a human experiencing the complexities of life like there's just so many elements to this and I had this experience where I was on vacation with my family I was like Liv literally had to tell me to go on this vacation she was like Lexi go like because I was somehow convincing myself that I was not worthy of that break and that it was going to be too much of an inconvenience to ask for that either way I get on this trip it took me half of the trip to even relax. Like we always talk about R&R. I couldn't let go. I couldn't let go of the schedule, the day, the like, whatever. And I got to a point where I literally had to surrender to my body. Mm. And I was like, I actually can't believe that I won't let myself have this. And Mm. I apologized to my body, which I know again, hippie, dippy Lexi, she's just like in her own little world. But it's like, I literally apologize to myself. Like, I'm so sorry. I worked you so hard that you can't even in the most beautiful of places, sit back, relax, restore, refresh, rejuvenate, you know, all those things. And so I think that point about being gracious with yourself, like, sure, throw the face mask on, but like, what are you telling yourself? Like, what are you, what are you feeling? How is this being, how is this a reflection of, cause it's like, is that enough? Cause sometimes it's not, sometimes you need to like, then when you start asking yourself, you're like, oh my gosh, it might be my job. Like not sustainable. Like maybe there's these things that are just stripping your energy constantly that you're losing connection with yourself and your body. And you're right. I'm such a body driven, intuitive person. And so we really have to do that like self-assessment. So I just love that you brought that in there. Cause like that is yeah. a moment that is such a gem. And like one thing that you kind of always tell me, like, is that your body is in the, it's natural state of like homeostasis. So like, mm-hmm. we're always going to be trying to get back to that balanced, mm-hmm. like life and I really feel like as black women we're you see more and more like black women are starting more businesses than ever like we're getting education more than ever and we're creating the life that we wanted that we didn't have growing up mm-hmm. more and more each day and I would of course want to get to a point where I have a good resting as we could say, like schedule, quote unquote. And I'm still able to like reach some of these other wellness goals. And I like that I have for myself. So like, like I was saying, being financially well and being physically well, like actually working out, you know, for 30 minutes, whether that's yoga, whether that's going on a walk, whether, you know, just, just having these things for ourselves. And I think that the two worlds actually can collide and maybe we should just make like a black girl rest manual but like even if we were to do that it's still gonna look so different for everyone else out there but just like keeping these main points in mind like really evaluating what it looks like for you to rest yeah because I I think and this is where I think we can really start to be like critical of the grind culture and also how black women interact with that um and it's important that like even if you're not a black woman to like understand the complexities of this because everyone has and is proximate to this in some capacity um 
because you're so right Liv of like there's there's something to be said about it can look different for so many people and we talk about it all the time and we throw around words like self-care rest and all that but at the core of it too it it because you've mentioned it before like the productivity and the rest you kind of have to ask yourself like who benefits from it and like how much does it cost and does it come in as a like it's a privilege to some people and if it is it's like so for pushing against this productivity movement and this grind culture and then we should act in rest to sustain ourselves but then also rest has been commodified you know like why is you know to to engage in some of these activities is like complete barriers to access and what you mentioned at the beginning and what I've even hinted is like there are seasons in life and there are experiences as a black woman that we're not encouraged we're not encouraged but then also as we're not being encouraged somebody's profiting off of our back somebody's profiting off of our our regard because I would take a black woman's shitty content over somebody else's like somebody else's normal content sometimes I know that's right right. (laughs) absolutely absolutely yes like when we talk about rest you know I'm a big you know activist community organizer in that way and if you haven't already following the nap ministry like your rest can also be an act of resistance against these systems that were genuinely built. And like, hashtag, if you want a sidebar about structural racism, like LMK, but like these systems that were rooted in the productivity that don't see you as that human who has this homeostasis that needs to be in balance. Like, oh my gosh, we're literally creatures of the like, come on, yeah. cycles of yeah. life, like nature, we also need to be fulfilled, engaged, all these things um, that I just think that's so beautiful that our our rest can be more than just restoring us, but it can be also part of the collective resistance pushing against. But I do think in that vein, it's like more than a face mask, like do a face mask, but also catch your eight hours and like interrogate deeply the spaces that help that make you feel recharged and rejuvenated and like get away from the ones that take that from you so that was like a big that was a lot no I love how you kind of brought it like full circle because it really is an act of resistance y'all when I tell you I was at this lunch and learn for my internship and I had asked a question to the um to the panelists that were speaking on the uh, at the lunch and learn, you know, asking them, you know, what are some red flags that you guys look at see? you being engaged? I can see you already. Um, I have a question. So, hello, <laughs> oh, oh, girl, it's funny. Like, no one was really saying anything. And Lexi, you know, when I'm in awkward situations, I always feel like I have to speak up. So I kicked it off, and I was like, "What are some red flags that you guys see in interns coming in? You know, that get full time opportunities or." you know, that don't get full-time time opportunities, entry-level, all that good stuff. And, you know, I had two people respond back to me, two panelists say that it's a red flag when people are, you know, asking a lot about the work-life balance. And when they see an intern leave at five, when their team is still there working, like, what, like, why are you not- 
same hours as your like why are you leaving before your team and in my head first of all is the first question to kick this off right and see i'm speaking to, to panelists at this huge marketing agency guys like that they're they're responsible for the culture they're responsible they're the people that bring people in and you're finding it a red flag that people are asking about vacation like we're asking about work-life mm. balance mm. your generation is just simply not set up for that same productivity like yeah. I don't even know what to call it like I don't want to call it it's like jail it's literally like <laughs> jail like prison productivity prison and the grind because the grind the grind isn't like you're just gonna keep digging like there's no there's no stop that's why they call it the hamster wheel like there's no end in sight there's right. something about that like you're trying to groom interns yeah groom but like you're literally trying to groom people to have that mindset that like if I want to work for this agency, I'm going to have to prove my worth and I'm going to have to give up rest, even though I'm only getting paid. What? Like some, some interns aren't even getting paid, like not at my agency, but I'm just saying like in the world we're <laughs> for free before mm-hmm. I've had internships where I've had to work for free, yeah. even though I'm putting in hours, like it's institutional and it's going to, the, the culture is only going to change within American society when we start sticking it up to the white man. Hashtag four day work week, hashtag stick it to the man, hashtag, yeah. No, but I think you're right. But again, (laughs) you have to see who's benefiting from it. Because again, it's like, that's why some people are like, oh, you know, my rest is like coming home and just like vegging out, watching Netflix and stuff. And I'm like, and that is one form. But again, going back to that, like rest is dynamic. And like, there's so many different layers and ways to engage. Because like, they're also profiting off of your vengeance by gathering more of your data and information, which like, that's, I'm not, I'm not saying like, don't do it. I'm just saying like, when we're thinking about the intention of what's really feeding us again, you know, and I'd be curious to our listeners, like, what are the ways that they rest and find moments to recharge? I feel like for me, it's literally any other black woman in this, on this planet. Like they just somehow, I just, I love it. It's like seeing a star in the, in the daytime. You you rest by reading about global poverty and reading about all of like the worst. Dude, I just if you see it, y'all. For those watching our YouTube, you can see that big book. It's the ethics of liberation in the globalized yeah. world and exclusion. And yeah. I will be reporting back to live very soon on how it's going. Oh my gosh! Like, why would I want to rest and read something like that? But again, back to the point of it's going to look different. Well, it's gonna look different for all of us because that, <laughs> I think I, I cannot hone on this enough because it's just like people think it rest is such an individual thing and even I think our podcast is the best example of like there are also times your projects like the things that you're pouring into also need to rest because they are also their own entity and like we've always talked very openly about like this is a collaboration we co-create this space if one of us is in need of rest or the other one, or sometimes the project, just like you're talking about the creativity, like where's the muse, where's the inspiration? Like, how is this being shaped? And like, are we doing it just to get content out? Or are we doing this with intention? And so I really encourage people to like, really ask themselves what they're proximate to 
and like as they're seeing what rest looks like for them um and how that's evolving also being able to see that in the things around you too yeah oh my gosh this conversation was honestly so needed and I just feel like I'm gonna go rest I'm just kidding (laughs) I'm just ready to 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 really like have more conversations like this with more people because the more people have access to information like this like where it's okay and even for people that aren't in situations you know like you're balancing three jobs like you're in school trying to provide for yourself you're you're doing all of these things like you're taking care of of siblings like yeah it's it's really hard for so many of us to find time to rest but or even the folks who are have all the time in the world and are just never have engaged in themselves or asked their body you know are we rested? Are we well? Um, what's my financial wellness? What's my physical wellness? What's my, you know, and you could say spiritual wellness, like really asking themselves, what are, what are my activities doing to support that? And, and doing a little bit of a both and like it's that and using your rest as an act of resistance. Right, exactly. Like if you're not in in the position where you feel like, okay, like I have the luxury of resting then maybe start thinking about creating a structure like for when when that when could that be a possibility so like let's say that you're a waitress and like you're grinding it out and you're just trying to like provide for yeah I don't know like get rid of your student loans like seek financial stability like financial freedom like create like a five-year plan maybe if that will bring you comfort and being like all right after I'm done doing this but still even if you have that huge goal, find little pockets of places where you were, because the body, as a book that I'm reading that I'm sure Lexi's already read, or I'm listening to on Audible, the body keeps score. So like we hold on to all of the, all of the trauma, all of the. We hold on um, to our experiences, how we, how we experience the world. There's a reason that you can recall memories and your whole body feels joy. Like, yeah. And it it affects the way that you interact. It affects the way that you function. Yes. Yes. So. yes. Well, I, hope, I can't wait to hear all the ways that everybody, all the listeners, y'all engage with breast. Let us know because we know we aren't the only ones doing it. We want to hear how y'all are doing it. How's it, how's it feeding your life? Um, and just as we move in flow and harmony and alignment, knowing that it's about also cultivating balance and rest is a tool. It's a tool in our tool belt. And by golly, you don't got to tell me twice to use it. So <laughs> right behind you. I can't wait till next time that we can keep the conversation going about how we can all be in flow. Yes. Love y'all so much and have a wonderful rest of your week. Rest easy, folks. Peace, love, blessings. Bye, y'all. Podcast on social media. And even check out our new YouTube channel to continue the conversation there. We really appreciate if y'all could rate and subscribe our channel. And with that said, see you all next time. Rest well, folks.
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.